3: Hi everyone and welcome to Inside the Red and White. This is the podcast for fans, by fans, about all things Arsenal women and women's football in general, including the World Cup at the moment. Uh, we talk talked through it all from the perspective of the Red and White Singing Group, which is dedicated to building the atmosphere at Arsenal Women's Games. I'm Susie and my co-host is Nat. Hi Nat.
4: Hello. It's me again. It's
3: you again. It's, it's me always again me. Too. <laughs> I know, yeah.
4: Sorry everybody, but um, yeah. this is episode number 11 so we're one away from three months doing the podcast. That's incredible. Well done, actually.
3: Well done, you as well. Blimey, we
4: haven't missed a week. We haven't missed a week.
3: <laughs> we haven't missed a week. No, we've we've had stand-ins
4: and we've sort of had like yeah.
3: technical if, difficulties and we're still no, here. So,
4: no. actually, if we're being truly honest, we did we did do a um, a pilot. So actually, we have been doing it for three months in theory because we did one the week before the official. We'll celebrate episode. it twice then.
0: Yeah. Celebrate it this time, celebrate well, next like time. Yeah, well, like the
4: Queen used to celebrate her birthday twice. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, that's that's what we're like, the Queen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Somebody told yeah. me the reason for that was because her birthday was actually the 21st of April and they couldn't count on the weather, so that's why she had two, one in <laughs> June. But I don't know if that's right or not.
3: <laughs> I mean, I'd like, well, I was going to say I'd like to do that, but my birthday's in July. So in theory, yeah. I should have nice weather I think weather it's then you in have
4: your birthday and then your official birthday which seems ridiculous but
3: yeah anywho, if we were in,
4: if we were in the awsc chat right
3: now we'd be getting a yellow card for really not talking about football
4: <laughs> i know sorry
3: um right well this week we're going to be kicking off we're going to be, we're going to have to talk a little bit about the world cup that's the football that's no. on at the moment. Oh
4: god I'm, no, bored. No. I'm not bored of it it's getting exciting now. It
3: is getting exciting there's been lots of ups and downs but I guess that the first one that we is the most important for for us we're, we're English so it's got to be the England versus China game. What
4: a game. <laughs> um what a game I don't wish anybody getting injured but I think the fact that we've had to change as in not play through Kira Walsh it's probably Maybe one of stronger. the best yeah. Also, guys, if there's any background noise, my child is singing really loudly in the other room. I can hear him, so is it I can hear him. Uh, no, not see so he's watching Pinocchio. So, um, <laughs> Do you know what's been really nice? It's such a contrast from the Euros. Um, the fact that we saw that same start in eleven. it was the same subs bar one game I think she made. Jess Carter came on. This. It was a completely brand new shape. It, I, I it confused everybody. Did. Like oh, all the debate around brilliant. it before, everybody yeah, it
3: was like, "What out.
4: is that? Four, four, three, three, five, six? What?" Yeah, <laughs> three, four, I think that's <laughs> the for, the formation she played with the wing backs, having Lucy Bronze and Rach Daly playing as wing backs, and then you've got that three in the front of Hemp Russo and um, Lauren James, and then she's insane. And I've, I I posted on my Instagram the number sevens for England. Beth Mead, that. Set, Beth Mead set the Euros like number seven, player of the tournament, scoring bangers, just insane. Lauren James is doing the exact same thing for the World Cup. And I think, you know, this team is extremely competitive. I think when Beth's fit again and when Frank Kirby's fit again and when Leah's mm. fit, it's, it's, we're going to have a stacked old team. Very similar, I feel, to how Arsenal are going to shape up this season. But um, standouts for me, I thought Alex Greenwood would look really good. Um, she was putting in some raffer tackles and just getting the ball back. I think Millie Bright had a better game. I was re- i did put this on the chat, but I was really glad to not see Ella Toon start. In fact, she had a face yeah. on when she was coming on at like eighty minutes. Saw that, yeah, not um, happy. No, not happy. But,
3: but it was it was she, reasonable. It, I think. Like we've oh, we've talked yeah. about it before that she's just she's not really had that great. season for manchester united and i'm surprised she lasted for two games as a starter she's
4: not lauren james she's not we've got to play our best team what i'm loving is the changes that we're making the fact Mm. that now teams will have thought they've worked us out surprise for them and then surprise and the thing is I, i don't know i text everyone this is england in capital letters they were exciting what I loved is we had different scorers. We looked a lot better at the back. By the way, I don't, Lucy Bronze, I felt sorry for her. Not only did she stop Lauren James from getting a hat trick because that goal should have been given, she yeah, had nothing completely. to do with the play. It got hit off a defender, then she was back in play. Yeah. I, and it was honestly, a deliberate
3: play by that defender uh, as well. Yeah, they were up in the air, they were aiming for that ball. Yes. Yeah, so, do you know what I felt most bad about off, it? Actually. Uh, it pissed me off, but it was the fact that with VAR, it was twice that the referee was like, number two did something wrong, essentially yeah. declaring to everybody. And then to give a yellow card for that handball, I think that was, <sighs> she was deliberately, she got pushed in the back. She was trying to move her hand out of the way. It obviously wasn't like a cynical move yeah. for, for that yellow oh, card. It barely, so It
4: literally went on her on her stomach, onto yeah. her elbow. I, I thought it was bullshit. Um, yeah, if I'm being honest, Honestly, but, it pissed me off. But it's annoying actually. But we're going to concede goals. But I, I mean, Lucy Bronze was fuming. Did you see her kick the chair and everything when she? came No, up? I know. I've seen uh, that on the, on social media. But the I think I
3: think that the the good thing about it is though the fact that because we were doing so well, um, I don't think it was surprising really that the the sub the people that were substituted off they were all on a yellow card. So we could yeah. like yeah. we didn't have to take that risk in the second half. We could no. you know take them off that pitch and get to get other players on, and we have continued scoring goals. So. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and um, yeah. I thought Alessia Russo played really well. And you can see mm. how she's she's good across that whole front line, you know, on the wing, putting balls in and also being in the box. I mean, the way she controlled that ball and put it in at that side of the goal, I'm just like excited. Um, yeah. I'd have loved to have seen Lotta come on. I genuinely think she'd be better at centre-back than Jess Carter. Yeah. I thought uh, Jess you know, Carter if, was slow. And like when she was tracking back on some of the, some of the defence I was like I'd have loved to have seen Lotta in there just think they could have they could have tried if there was any game
3: for it it was this game it was that one and so that's what makes me suspect that she may not get any minutes because obviously now we're heading into the into the uh, slightly more difficult round, so I'll tell you, we'll I will see. only we'll get
4: see. I'll only get mega 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 pissed off if Esme Morgan comes on before lot Wuban Moy. I'll get then I'll get annoyed, but, yes. but well done, England. We're into the last sixteen. We're playing Nigeria on Monday. This, in fact, when this comes out, I will will be nearly ready to watch the game. It's a half eight kickoff, nice and early. I think some of the Red and White went to Toka Social to watch the England game. It's really nice how the World Cup, there's there's been nice things organised and everyone's getting together. So it really has sort of made the summer. I really enjoyed being at Box Park the other day. I mean, I'd love to watch that game with everyone. But I tell you, when I got really excited and me and Susie were talking the whole way through this game, because it was on straight after we recorded the last podcast, was the Sweden game on the oh, weekend. Oh, that was fun, wasn't oh, it? Oh, <laughs> get Amanda in that Arsenal shirt. Get her on a corner. Come on. They won 2-0 comfortably. They've And also, may the Sweden gods be on our side that they knock the USA out on Sunday. Wouldn't morning. that be fun? Oh, come or was on. it Sunday? Oh, I now know yeah, what I'm Sunday. doing this weekend. Yeah, Sunday. So, so for the next round, we've got Switzerland v Spain. Yeah, so it's... Do I don't. I, don't know. I worry about. I do worry about this. I think Spain only because I think Spain. They've had more
3: goals, right? Yeah. Yeah,
4: I'm just a bit worried about where Switzerland's goals are going to come from. I think it could, depending on how solid Switzerland are in defence. I think maybe it might go to extra times. Think it might be nervy. And if Spain are as crumbly at the back as they were against Japan, then Switzerland could nick a goal. But I don't think Switzerland have scored many goals this World no. Cup. So I would think Spain will go through. Japan, Norway, I think Japan will tear Norway apart. I, I genuinely see that being a big scoreline. I think that to be nil. fair, I
3: think that you look at England's game, you look at Japan's game. I think a lot of that, the success from both of those games, came down to managing the game, the tactics. And yeah. they just got that right yeah. Serena got that 100% right for England yeah. like it was it was a risk what she did but it obviously worked um, then so Sunday. what about that?
4: Netherlands oh, South God, Africa it's that's gonna be in an the exciting morning. one it's at
3: three in the morning bloody three annoying so that's gonna be a that. good one
4: the thing that I loved about the Netherlands against Vietnam, they knew to top the group that they needed to score goals. They didn't celebrate their first three goals. No, or four I saw goals. that. It was. They were pretty. clinical. They were clinical. They got, they got the job done. And everyone was saying about the Netherlands before this tournament how are they going to score if Viv's not there? I mean, fair play to South Africa. Italy threw it away today. I don't know what they were doing. That but have you seen? Have you seen the highlights? There was an Italy back. Pass. I haven't, but
3: I know that there was an. Oh, own, yeah. It was, an terrible. it was terrible.
4: I know they lost in like the ninety-third minute. So Italy threw, and I had them in the the sweepstakes, and I'm not part of that WhatsApp group anymore because I'm bitter. So, um, <laughs> so, so we think Netherlands
3: for that one. Netherlands, hundred
4: percent. I and I, I, don't. I think it could be three or four nil, and Sweden. I the USA. They,
3: I was going to say Ooh. this one's the exciting one. I Come on, wait Sweden! For this
4: game. Come I'm, on, I'm Sweden. so close to ordering a Sweden. I, I feel like I want to kit it. Like I honestly, I'm. I, Maybe we should do
3: that. Let's let's put it out. I there. might even Sweden get Rebecca to win. see
4: if she's got any face paints. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're talking about this comes out on Monday, so you know, either Sweden got beat or they're in the they're in the quarterfinals. I don't know, but um, at least this is what it sounded like before. But the thought of the USA getting knocked out. Because I was watching an interview with, I can't remember who it was, and it said that it's borderline between confidence and arrogance with the USA at the moment. They have scraped through the groups, two draws, and the Netherlands absolutely one gazillion percent deserve to be top of that group with some clinical yeah. performances in fact they probably should have beat the USA the USA could have gone out did you see that it I hit know the post. hit the post
3: oh hit the post. can you
4: imagine that can, would have anyway. been the
3: story of the game not quite every game but nearly every game every match you're just like
4: oh that was the story of the of this World Cup oh no wait that's the story of this World Cup you know Brazil have gone out and Jamaica are through Monday big day on Monday early yeah. Ugh, everything's early everything's England, early. Nigeria I think it's going to be tough they've got um, Oshwala for Nigeria I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be difficult. I think but... it will be close, but I think
3: it will, again, it will come down to tactics, that unpredictability. Um, and if, if England come out firing on all four cylinders and with that confidence that they had yesterday, I, I mean, think that there's freedom. no reason that they shouldn't. Yeah. No. They were just relaxed. I, I, I think then that's what helped were, them win were. the Euros. They seem to be were. having fun. And I kind yeah. of got that impression with how it was. I mean, it helps. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have fun if you score lots of goals, yeah. but they seem just relaxed with it. Like you said, so.
4: I'm obviously going to go with an England win. I think Nigeria might score. I feel like it might be maybe 3-1. Uh, but it could also be quite nerve and it could go to extra time. I just don't want it to go to penalties. And then uh, Australia see and that. Denmark... He's on at half eleven afterwards yeah. on Monday. And I'm gonna go Australia because I I'm think I'm going home... Australia. Um I really enjoyed the Australia Canada game. I thought Australia, yeah. bearing in mind they still haven't played Sam Kerr yet, so they've got her sitting there. Steph and Caitlin played really well. Mary Fowler, fantastic. Mm. And but yeah, I think Australia will win. Uh and then Tuesday, last one. So um it's Group H, which is playing tomorrow, which is Germany and Colombia, uh, group. It could be, I think, Colombia, Jamaica, and then France against Germany. I think, which mm. would be a replay of the Euros because they played in the Euros in the semi final sorry, of the Euros. But um, I don't know, Jamaica again. They not They're not doing a lot up front, but they, but they've got heart and desire, and they, you know, they got past Brazil today. They did what they needed to do. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It is. Um, no, I agree. But then the other bit of exciting news is the fact
3: that we do also have uh, the pre-season. That's kicked off for a few of our players, the ones that obviously aren't at the World Cup and soon for the ones that are going to be back from the World Cup as well. Although I hope that Katie and Chloe get a little bit of a break before they uh, before they get started again. We've seen yeah. pictures of who? Jen, Kim, Gio, Manu, Arne, Kaelin as well on the grass. Kaylin, yeah. though, we see the news today that she's going to go out on loan next season to Bristol City. I know that we haven't seen her play much, but I am quite gutted that she's not going to be around because she is just good vibes. And as Sheree called her earlier today in the chat, song chant liaison for Arsenal yeah.
4: for us. Yeah,
3: um,
4: I think, you know, Kaylin needs to play. You've got two keepers. Hopefully it's what she needs. I hope. Good luck, Kaylin. I hope you have a really good season. Mm. And um we will see her when we play Bristol. She won't be able to play, obviously. But we'll be able to we can sing Kaylin's song when she comes back to Meadow Park and when we go to Ashton Gate, which is quite pretty early in the season, actually, I think we play Bristol. But yeah, yeah great to see Kimmy back on the grass. Oh, I'm so excited and I who knows how many more Arsenal players will be done in the next couple of days. <laughs> There's part of me that does want a few more of them to just like things, but, yeah yeah at they've least got, that um, is the silver yeah. lining yeah. yeah
3: when they when when we know that fine they're out of that but it means that they've got more time go to go on holiday go back
4: to arsenal we've got a champions yeah. league to qualify for guys you know what i mean so it's gonna be i mean for I, I envisage sweden getting quite far on in the tournament england yeah. i see happening and potentially australia which mm is actually the bulk of our starting 11 by the way so, <laughs> isn't it to be um, <laughs> yeah so um so that's interesting so i, I don't i feel like uh, Denmark are going to we'll be out we see though because i, feel I mean like Switzerland and Norway will so at least that's a few more players back to camp
3: no, it is, yeah. but I think we've also, we have got in the squad, I know that some of them are, like Russo, um, like a lot of them are in the World Cup, but we are I you know, because I've
4: not so. seen her in an Arsenal shirt yet, it's not clicking You in have, we,
3: We've been seeing her for months and months with all the edits. I know, <laughs> I know, I know,
4: but it's just because I've not, no, but I mean, playing in an Arsenal no, I know. shirt, I think, you know what I mean? I still, I, I still...
0: I
3: just, well, we realised we realised like that
4: Arsenal player Alessia Russo has scored for England, and I'm like, yes, oh, I'm so excited. It's much wait.
3: better than Owen oh, Raffer, ex Arsenal player.
4: Oh, I know. Poor Raffer obviously went out today. We love you, Raffer. I don't feel quite as sad about it after watching Sweden play. So uh, I think (laughs) Amanda's going to fit in really well. And do you know what? She, I think we've got a version of the song that they were singing on the bus on the weekend. I think we've got one and she's liked it as well. I think Joe messaged her or somebody else. Yes, I believe
3: that she approves. So I think, to be fair, that's the way forwards. If we can just be like, well, we've got this list of 50 songs. Can you help us (laughs) whittle it down? (laughs) (laughs) Amanda, tell us which songs you like and we'll we'll, uh, we'll sing the ones that you want us to. It has unbelievably at the beginning of this week it was a year since the to the day since we won the euros i, I can 't believe everything that 's happened in the past year
4: <laughs> it 's crazy i 've spoke to so many people I've felt really nostalgic this week. I think the weekend I watched a couple of the lionesse 's documentaries again i 'm not joking you. I just miss Leah walking out with England. It, it makes yeah. me miss her, which is which is sad and Beth and everything. But how life has changed not only for all the lionesses, but like my life has changed in so many ways in this last twelve months. It's less than twelve months actually when I look at it. But the the you know the starting point of everything was the thirty first of July last year, uh, watching that final. I've just never been so never been so drunk. And proud and no no voice. Like my son, when I was watching the game, he came in to watch a little bit with me. And he, um, he's autistic, so he's got some ear defenders anyway. I was screaming after Ella Toon scored, and he came back in with his ear defenders on. Sat there, he was like, <laughs> Mama's too loud. And I was like, Sorry, son. And all I remember is after when Ella Toon scored, I remember I was running up and down my landing going, Please be on side, please be on side, please be on side. <laughs> and then when Chloe Kelly scored. I think I cried. I think I cried. Genuinely I've never I've never wanted to be at a game more. And I know no. that you know you know, but I'm hoping that, you know, the next time England are in a final and it's not in Australia, we'll all be there. Well I mean was that was that kind of
3: what prompted you to start going to games?
4: Yeah, I just thought Honestly, and I think I've said it before. It, it was, and a couple of people have said it to me that it, it was I had the same impact on them. It was listening to, it was Gabby Logan's finishing words at the end of the entire program. So after everything, and she just went, "If you do anything, go to one game, support them. But I remember I was just like, "I am gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm, I am gonna go, and watch Arsenal. I'm not just gonna watch them on the telly, and I'm gonna be WSL." I'm I'm in it. I'm not just going to sit and watch England and do the international breaks. I'm I am going to I'm going to go into this full full on. No, let me revert back. I'm going to go to some games. Um, was at the point. I think my brain's fast forwarded because th- that changed pretty rapidly. You know, after only a few months, that my whole. Um, sort of mindset change of what I was going to do but yeah. I was going to go and I was going to go and support the girls and that's what I wanted to do Was when when did you decide? I'd watched all of
3: the Euros and I've watched followed like England and Great Britain for a fair few years and only them not really following the other teams in, in the bigger tournaments and I just remember I, I was sat watching the Euros final on my own in my flat jumping around cheering making so much noise I was scaring my flatmates and it was just in that moment that I, I just kind of remember thinking I just want to be there Like, you know, why am I sat here on my own? I think I text my parents being like, Did you watch it? And they were like, Yeah, we won, didn't we? And I'm like, How are you not excited about this? And I think it was in that moment I was like, Well, obviously, you're not going (laughs) to, they're not going to understand. I'm not really going to be able to do this. These are not my people. (laughs) These are not my people. Uh, My parents loved them to bits, but they just didn't get it. So I kind of started ticking over. And then I saw an ad for the North London Derby. And I booked a ticket. I didn't even think about booking it with friends. I just booked a ticket um, just to to go. And then I actually backtracked a bit and was like, oh, that seems is a big stadium. I'll, I'll um, book the tickets for Meadow Park, the first game of the season. And, you know, as soon as that ticket came available and I could. So, yeah, it was kind of like it just sparked it. Um, but I guess actually that does lead into kind of our journey for the week. For this episode, it's going to be us again. But we actually want to just delve a little bit deeper into what's changed for us since Euros, because in this journey, it's going to perhaps be a little bit different to what we normally do, which is the journey to the red and white. But you've obviously kind of heard that from, from Nat and mine was in the pilot episode, which some of you will have heard. But we thought that it was quite important, actually, to talk about how actually quite kind of not difficult it was for us to start to get involved but but it
4: was a it was a big thing I like yeah um,
3: yeah because both of us we actually we struggle with anxiety and so we thought that we'd actually talk about that because it's something that stopped me doing things like going to football and things like that in the past and I know that through doing the journeys um, that we've done on this podcast and just through speaking to lots of people that come and join in with the red and white we've realized that I don't think it would necessarily just be us for people out there listening it could just simply be that you feel a little bit nervous coming along to a game you might be going on your own you might be coming with one friend and you want to get a little bit involved in the atmosphere but we just wanted to kind of open up a little bit about our experiences just to make other people feel a bit more comfortable coming and joining in I think that's right now
4: I think so because I think from I think this was one of the original this was how me and Susie I think really got connected was after you wrote a blog piece on why you first went to the red and white and I I read it and I was I remember messaging you going Susie like this is my story and (laughs) I know and me and Susie have talked about our own We talked about our own anxiety um, and the ways it's uh, affected us. And we talked about it a while, how we wanted to bring it into the podcast. And it just happened that something got moved around this week. So we needed an idea for this week. And I said, it's the Euros. It's a year since the Euros. This is the perfect time for us to talk about it. Because effectively, what we're saying is it's a year since we made a decision individually. We didn't know each other at the time to do something that for me was... It's completely Beyond, out of our comfort zone so far out of my comfort zone uh, anyone that does know me that knew me before football that I'd have done everything I've done in this last 12 months they would have said uh no I don't know who she is and and how everything has changed I look and go I can't believe I've done that and I'm and football's and so, kind of helped us do that which is yeah why it's we want to talk about
3: it I guess yeah. because it's We've come into watching women's football partly sparked by the Euros to actually go physically to games. Football has just helped us both immensely and that's why we thought it was kind of worth talking about and sharing a little bit about. Because I know that for me, I started saying before that I booked a ticket to go to the North London Derby and that was obviously at Emirates. And then that's when I thought, oh, that's going to be a lot of people. I'm not a huge fan of crowds. Um, I p- normally have a panic attack in crowds. Um, I'm not a huge fan of lots of noise, overstimulation, etc. That's normally what triggers uh, panic attacks and feeling incredibly anxious. Which doesn't
4: happen at football in any which way whatsoever, does it? <laughs> well, this is the thing. It was a really <laughs> stupid idea yeah. that
3: I had to go to this game. Uh, as I booked that ticket, I thought, especially because like I say, I decided to go on my own um, because I was like, well, I don't want to be with somebody that might not get it or whatever. And, and I always have that thing at the back of my mind mind like if I have a panic attack am I going to ruin it for that person that I'm with so I booked this ticket on my own and that's when I went Ooh, that's going to be a lot of people let's try Meadow Park first (laughs) and just test the waters a bit and that's when I went to the first game of the season I was in the West Stand and it was probably quite helpful the fact that it was relatively quiet it meant that it wasn't too overwhelming for me and I could just sit and take in the football I could hear all the players yelling at each other like they were obviously not that far away because I like sitting at the front when I go to football because then the crowd's behind me and so I can kind of put it more out of my mind that's just one of the ways that I could cope with it a little bit I knew after that first game that I wanted more and then obviously it just grew and then I went to North London Derby. I was on the front row again and I just absolutely loved it. Obviously it wasn't as loud as it perhaps would be today with the red and white and, and having that singing element to it. But it's kind of like these little steps that I took to, to start going to games. And yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, if that was your kind of...
4: Yeah, a little bit. I To be fair, it, I think there's at one point it, it might not have happened. So I booked Man City away, uh, which didn't happen. It got moved. So when I fact well obviously when the Queen passed away, I was like, Oh, now I haven't got football. So I was looking and I was looking at the Emirates and I've my auntie lives in of Garden City, which isn't too far. So and I really, really, I wanted to go to the Tottenham game and i the thing that I do is my biggest issue with my anxiety is I, I risk assess everything. And a lot of it is to do with the fact that I've got a, a child, my child has got autism and we've, we've been through so many difficult times where things have gone wrong. And it just made me overthink. I overthink every situation, like how is it going to be? What's going to happen? What could possibly go wrong? And then, and then what I do is I go full circle and then I don't go. And I, st- and I, before football and everything, I have probably wasted the most amount of money on stuff and not gone and talked to myself out of it. And if someone gave me a reason to not go to something, I I didn't go. So I messaged my auntie and I booked us club tickets. And I I think that's probably one of the best things I could have done because obviously the tier itself is not very deep it's not in the concourse obviously it's it's nice and open in the club level and there's seats and it and it doesn't it's not very overwhelming i would say to someone if you're going to the emirates the ticket prices are a bit more spenny in the club but if you want to ease yourself in with a slightly more relaxing sort of thing club is definitely great for that because it's it just doesn't feel so crowded and there's lots of little spaces to go and sit down but i did that game and i really enjoyed it but I had someone with me and uh, I was saying to Susie the other day, I, because I live quite far away, I never really planned to go to that many Arsenal games. I was, I was going to go to the Northern uh, away games. And because I live pretty close to Liverpool, I'd booked a ticket, actually, uh, uh, Liverpool-Chelsea, because one of my early goals was I want to see every team in the WSL play. I love Arsenal and I want to, but I want to do that. So I booked a ticket and the day came. And it's not far, it's about 20-minute drive away. And I talked to myself out of going because I was going on my own I thought, oh, this could happen and this could happen. So I didn't. I, I ended up not going. Wasted money. Luckily, it's only like a tenner. I did a similar thing. I booked a ticket one day. I just went through this thing of just booking tickets for things. And I booked, I think it was United Everton at Everton at, at Walton Orp, uh, Park. And I did exactly the same thing. And I'd got, a, so I'd got me tickets for Liverpool, uh, Arsenal-Liverpool away at Prenton Park. And I'd asked my, oh, I don't know, ex-wife to come with me because I didn't want to go on my own. I knew if I was went on my own, I wouldn't go and I didn't want to not go. I didn't know anybody. So it was actually that evening that Alice messaged me and asked me if she was going on her own and, and whatever. And so I ended up meeting Alice before Cat uh, came with us as well and it was great. And once I'd met Alice and I had someone to go with, she was my key to, to not 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 go anymore. And I ended up then starting to go to more games. So I went to Leicester away. And I think if I hadn't known Alice, I'd had a ticket for that game before I met her. I don't think I would have gone. And I went to Everton and, and then things built up. But Alice knows this, but genuinely that girl has changed my life. And Arsenal, full stop, has completely and utterly changed my life. Because of the confidence going to Arsenal games has given me. I can now take my son out on my own without having an anxiety attack or a panic attack. So what it's given me is not only the gift of having the uh, the most amazing people around me. It's actually given me memories with my son that I would have never have had before, and and the fact that the biggest thing for me and I've people might think it's small, but I genuinely fly in petrifies me and if anybody saw me on the plane when we flew to munich i was not i did not i want to be on that plane but if it wasn't for the people that i've met becky was insane on that flight and everybody was Arsenal genuinely has given me my life back i haven't lived for like 20 odd years i've done more in this last 12 months than i've probably done in like the last 15 16 years easily to think that two people that have whether it's social anxiety people anxiety or just anything to think that you can actually go to a football game and enjoy it I'm very aware that I'm talking loads here it can literally be the opening to to so much stuff Uh, Mm. so I've rambled on there Susie I apologize no
3: I was I was enjoying listening to to your story that's why I just let it go no I mean it's it's you you're completely right in, in what you're saying and I think that for me as well it's I've lacked confidence and the people that I've met on this journey, number one, it's kind of helped because nobody knows that that's who I am. Nobody knows that I'm not a very confident person.
4: You were definitely confident against Reading on that Sunday night, so... <laughs> but that's
3: the kind of thing where now I'm like, who am I? Yeah. You, you know, like before before going to to football, I... Would not have ever done that. Like singing in front of people, firstly, just the thought of doing that. Doing that in the past has given me panic attacks. You know, like the thoughts of going to karaoke and things. I've been like, nope, my brain would just not cope with that. And then to, to go from that, like I say, it's the fact that I came into this and I was like, do you know what? Nobody knows me. I can be who I want to be right now going to some of the social meetups before I p- knew people in the red and white first home game I went to the Tollington and I sat with Abby and we just sat and talked to each other for the whole thing just because we happened to sit next to each other and I was like oh you like musicals I like musicals
4: and we talked loads about
3: that <laughs> and football. it was brilliant so Abby by you the my way first I feel like friend. that
4: is a bit of a crossover footballer musicals because <laughs> yeah, I've found such a common be. ground because I'm a massive musical fan as well and I've got <laughs> I've had many a conversation and it's nice when you can go between the two but yeah, yeah it. So but it's, it's true. But if crossover. you
3: don't, if you don't have those other things that you that you have in common, then you always have football, and there's just so much to talk about with football. It just makes it incredibly easy to fall into conversation with people because. If yeah. you support, if you follow football, if you support a team, then you're going to have opinions and you're going to have thoughts about the players, about the shirts, about about the referee, about the line, you know, or whatever it may be. There are always things that you can make small talk about. And then you normally with the red and white start singing anyway. So you don't even have to make small talk yeah. after that yeah. point. It's just so easy to have that conversation. And people are always willing to come and meet you if it is your first time going to, to a meetup. You, you're yeah. never going to not have somebody that's like, oh, just message and I'll come out and meet you. Yeah. Yeah to come in and walk into this big crowd. and
4: I think this, the biggest thing for me is, and I'll just put it back to, because I went to my first game on my own was the Leeds FA Cup game. And Alice, Alice was coming with me and then for one reason or another, she couldn't go. And I was like, well, I'm not going. She was like, you need to go. I was like, I can't go. She's like, you're going. And I, she sent me the ticket and she went, you're going. And I went, I don't think I can do it. And she was like, you can, the meet. And it was the first time I think we were meeting at the Good Companion. And I remember the whole drive down, I was just like trying to keep myself calm. I was like, right, okay. What time will I get there? Will other people be there? Will they be nice? Will I be okay? Like, will I be able to sit on my own? Because I hadn't been to a game on my own, on my own other than that game. And actually, to be fair, I didn't feel alone from... So when I got to the Good Companion... Honest to God, when I walked in, and, I, and because Becky had said hello to me at the game that wasn't a game at, at Brighton, I'd not seen her, and she not just been so lovely to me at the start. Whether I'd have felt a bit more wobbly, I don't know. But literally, she calmed, because my nerves were like, at like 150. I, was like, I, I remember walking up like the High Street or whatever it's called in Wood, going... I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like I don't know why I'm going to be. It. But I genuinely, I'm alright when I meet people. I'm okay. It's that getting to it. And I remember Becky was just like, "Oh, are you alright?" And I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm great." And then Sheree was like, oh, "I'll get you a drink." And I was like, "God, this my point. I'm coming on to it's the people." I know that there'll be a lot of people at different clubs or whatever. I genuinely believe the connection that we have at Arsenal is really, really special because you see the conversations that we have on the chat where if somebody needs help or whatever it is at all. Or, you know, if anybody, you know, they've literally set up splinter chats for people that haven't met people before, for those people to meet each other, for them to come into. To the group where everybody already knows each other. And I think it's those little things where, are other clubs doing this? I'd really be interested to know to what extent other clubs, supporters-wise, go to in order to make people feel as comfortable, as very possible, to want to be there. Part of it, that whole day, that Leeds game, because I remember I was sat, I can't remember who I was talking to, and I met Jerry for the first time. Kate was there. Kate doesn't remember I, this annoys me all the time I go we well, you know when we first met the Leeds game she goes, oh, I can't remember I think it's because she met Leah that day so everything <laughs> else out of her head has gone I sent a picture to Alice saying look I've made friends and Kate went I haven't seen that picture I was like you've been in that picture I don't understand how you can't remember I was like fine <laughs> and then and then I remember I sort of said bye to everybody because I was in the East stand and I remember sitting there. And I thought, oh, I can't, I can't sit here. Cause I felt really anxious being on my own and cause I'm quite emotional, at not emotional at games. I don't, if anybody's seen me at games, I'd, I barely move. I don't know, but I'm, I get into it. And I thought, I don't feel comfortable doing it on my own here. And I just thought, go and find them and just stand with them. It'll be fine. And it was the best thing I did. I remember, I think I said to Jerry, I was like, do you mind if I stand next to you? And he was like, absolutely. Like it's fine. And it, I'm I'm really proud of what we've got um, and I'm proud of me and I'm proud of you and I'm proud of everyone around me that I see people that, you know, have to deal with different things but, you know, they don't let it stop them and they come to the games, whether it's disability or panic attacks or anxiousness or depression or just bad, you know, just going through a bad time but still, but knowing that going to that football game is actually... You can
3: just leave it at the door, can't you, yeah. when it's football? Yeah. And
4: that's why I like women's football in particular
3: because it is mm-hmm. just good vibes i think we're very lucky like you said that the crowd that we're in the red and white in particular the um the arsenal women's supporters club we are all supportive of each other but i think that football itself if you want to you can just go to games join in with the crowd let all your emotions out in that single game which yes. you know sometimes if you're feeling emotional that might be quite overwhelming but yeah. you can just go and you cheer for your team and you're focused on that solely for that yeah. 90 minutes or whatever it may be and it just means that you, you can attempt to block anything else out like I say you can just leave your life almost at the door and you come in and you can just
4: that's such yeah. a good way of putting it Susie actually I think that's a really really good thing because yeah that's no I, I like that because I feel like that's exactly what it is you know it's just a release. You can just uh, be. You can just be you. And if you're having a shit day, you know. What I mean, you've got people that you can lean on. I also find it's quite empowering because you've got a group of mainly women, although we've got some cracking men. Don't get me wrong. We've got some great men, but there's something empowering about a group of women standing standing in the stands on the steel steps shouting and being well what would you would consider as not very ladylike or whatever but well i think i I think the the, the girls
3: from home and away they've described it as being tribal but in a safe space yeah. Which is what it is, isn't it? It's yeah. just, you can just go and you can be yeah. completely, it's just freeing. You, just you can just you. go and be yeah. completely yeah. yourself. I said earlier, it doesn't matter any of the challenges that you face, you can just come, you're accepted. You, you've got that mentality of, even if you're like me, where, you know, a year over a year ago, I was always the one that tried to hide in a room. If I was mm-hmm. with more than two or three people, I would be, I didn't want people to hear me. I'd feel embarrassed by it. And that would set off my social anxiety. And now I'm in that space where that just doesn't matter. And I think it's almost like that, the word, not metaphor. The analogy that I'd make is that when you go to comedy, you laugh louder because you're with other people and you laugh because others are laughing. When you go to football and you're with this crowd of people who are all singing, are all saying stupid stuff, they're all just having fun. It just makes it very easy to just get involved and want to be involved in that. Or not like, but you can just come and stand near it and just absorb the atmosphere. You'd be involved to whatever degree you want to. And just, as I said at the beginning, you can take that softly, softly approach and just come along on your own if you want to, with a friend if you want to view it from afar, decide whether you want to sit there, watch the football, focus on it a little bit, whether you want to come and join in with the atmosphere. It's just know that the people around you, they're all there for that same purpose. They're all there mm-hmm. to watch the football, to yeah. support the team, to have fun and just to just to enjoy being together really. And yeah. any capacity you want to get involved. I think that a year on from the Euros I think the numbers speak for itself. Like we sold out Emirates last year, 60,000, 63 people. I'm never going to forget that number. It's growing and more and more people want to get involved. And if you're sat at home thinking, I want to, then just take a leap because both of us did. It was the best decision that I've ever made.
4: I try not to think about if I hadn't because it's too sad. And I also try not to think about, I should have done it earlier because I I think everything happens for a reason it's the only thing I believe in if you don't know at the time why something is happening it will show you at some point why and I think that I was supposed to meet everybody that I met I know that me and Alice were supposed to make be friends because she she couldn't have been any more perfect a friend for me and I've never had a connection with somebody so quickly and we've literally been inseparable since. We speak every single day without fail. There has not been one day since whatever day in October it was that we have not spoke or text or whatever it is. And I think you only get a certain amount of people like that in your life. And I've got more than uh, Alice. I've made a lot of really, 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 really good friends that I it feels like I've known them for years and years and years. And when you think back and some of them, it's only literally a case of maybe seven or seven or eight months or whatever it is. And I just think, God, I'm just really lucky. And what all I'm going to do now is just look forward. That's what I'm doing now. I'm not looking back. I'm looking mm. at this next season and I cannot wait. I've, really annoyed that we're not back at meadow park until november i cannot get over that i know that day i know that that day when we are back at meadow park it'll be beyond special but i can't wait to get in the emirates i can't wait to be back at the tollington i can't wait to be back at the good companion i can't wait for the first away day where we're so much louder than the home (laughs) fans and we take over and you and you see all those faces it was so nice to have i know you weren't at box park and i'm sorry but when at box park and you just (laughs) see you see people and you give them a hug and it's like no time has passed i'm genuinely and if, if there's a if there's something that you've listened to today that is that you feel is stopping you from going to a game but you really want to go just reach out honestly and and we'll if we can help in any way then we absolutely can
0: There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are 40, 40 times counting. We're never going to stop. Champions of Europe. We are here in the yeah. line. Yeah. In Chelsea. Chelsea, <laughs> United on top of the we in the, the North Bank. And through to the east South. South.
3: What we're going to do now, we're going to drop in a fan five. And, guys, you're going to hear just some of the atmosphere that made us want to just keep coming back to games. It's made us just fall in love with this game, with the people. And this is and only and the everything. queue as well. This isn't and even full on North This is the queue to get into the ground. This is the pre-atmosphere. This is. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be, we're going to drop in Cherie's fan five that we recorded in the queue for the last game of last season. Right, OK. So... With this for today's fan five I'm here with Sheree say hi Sheree That was that was not hello but I'll take it I'll take it No I know um, so the we're going to run through the fan five and the very first one is what was your favorite away atmosphere which game
2: Um Off the cuff, I would probably agree with what Nat had said originally. The Chelsea um, away game last Sunday, that was awesome with the the atmosphere in the stands. Even though we lost, it was just awesome. I sense a theme probably for this entire season. Yes, yes,
3: exactly. Okay, cool. Right, so the next question is best home atmosphere. What's your favourite home
2: atmosphere? I'm torn between two because Meadow Park, Man City was just awesome. The way the North Bank erupted when Katie scored that worldie mm. was just amazing. Um, but, yeah, Bayern Munich in the quarterfinals at the Emirates was just the way they came back. The atmosphere, everybody in the, in, the, in the crowd was just like, oh, it was just magic. I appreciate the fact that there's a Meadow Park one there and an Emirates one. So that's, that's a
3: good balance. Um, so the middle question is, uh, Nat, what's the middle question?
4: Uh, d- uh, dream sign? No, best team performance.
3: Oh, best team performance. Sorry, this is the first
2: podcast that we're doing. <laughs> best team performance. Um, I think possibly probably the again it's Bayern at the, at the quarterfinals because the, the way they the way they pulled it together and came back. Um, it was amazing you know um, it was just yeah coming back from that I can't really think of any other ones there's been so many team performances because of the way they've had to deal with injuries and and changing team but you know the squad and stuff but I think that one stands out for me yeah that's a good one too
3: Uh, right so next one is Dream Signing oh god um out of anybody, anybody, like it doesn't have to be feasible. It just has to be anybody you want. Um,
2: I think, I think you know. At one point, Russo was was a possibility, but I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not sure whether we need we don't need her anyway. Um, I'd, I'd say I think I agree, again agree with Nat when she said hers. Lauren Hemp would be awesome, awesome on our like, just going down that left side and whipping them in. She is just fantastic. Um, yeah, I would really like her in the Arsenal side. I'm loving that we're getting quite a theme going
3: with that. And then the uh, final question, Saving the Best Till Last, what's your favourite
2: chance? Oh, God, there's so many. Um, I like the Laura Veenreiter one. Sorry, Laura Veenreiter. But I think everyone just loves McCabe. We've got McCabe. It just... Just I don't know, it just gets everybody going and it's really, really good. So yeah, I'm gonna go for McCabe. Amazing, that is
3: a proper banger. Like every time you sing that in the North Bank, it We've just
2: We've got McCabe! Woo! Katie McCabe! Woo! I just don't think you understand! She plays along the way, Takes it with a C. We've got Katie McCabe! Who I just don't think you understand. <laughs> she plays along the way. Sometimes. She it with
1: a thing. Always. We've got Katie <laughs> McKay.
2: And
3: that's our fan five. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Well, this is awkward, Susie, because if I'm not mistaken, Cherie just had a little delivery from Fowdy's, which might have had Russo on the back of it. So I think she did. But apparently, <laughs> we don't need her, so Cherie, uh, you might want to be sending that shirt back and just keep that Sam Kerr postcard. Post- I was just post- going to say that, that that's they why they put the Sam you. Kerr thing in.
3: <laughs> now, <laughs> they well, were it's preempting so a comment. So
4: weird, guys. That was recorded a long time ago. That was the last game of the season. And I think we'd all given up hope that Russo was ever going to come to Arsenal. So I think it's fair. But how weird, isn't it, how time's changing such a... I don't know how many weeks or whatever it was since the last game of the season, but well, Russo especially is now we a gooner.
3: We, we had so long knowing that she was going to become a gooner as well. Oh, like It felt so like funny. months, and obviously it was probably only a couple of weeks or something. Maybe a fair. disservice
4: to us that we probably should have put Cherie's um, fan five in a little bit earlier. So sorry, Cherie. To be fair,
3: it was nigh on one of the first ones that were recorded. Was, so was, we're really sorry, Cherie, but I think it was still a pretty decent fan five. So oh, also, we thought it was still very much worth including it.
4: Listen, when I was listening to it, We recorded the actual podcast last night and then we we had to come back on and not only react to that, but also react to the... Today's antics at the World Cup. Today's antics at the World Cup and Germany are out of the World Cup. I said to Rebecca earlier, I really want to print that picture of her It's so funny. It was the the... selfie one. It
3: was the one that they were like, take
4: a cheerful selfie. And she just like she wished she was anywhere else. I just said to Susie, it looks like technically now the path to the final for uh, England is slightly easier. However, it's not. You've still got to get through all the games. But the World Cup, this is what it does. Morocco it's wide open. I, it's, I yeah. think
3: it's it's just shown how unpredictable this World Cup oh. is. And every team going in is fighting tooth and nail for it. But no, it just makes it incredibly Listen, exciting to South
4: watch. South Korea had the chances of them going through were so slim. Yeah, they were. When you, I watched that game, and I watched. I think like properly, I was screaming at the telly. I was like. Blow your whistle, ref! Like because all the players kept going down. I was like, she's just going to add more time. And I thought they were playing for pride and playing for their country. And this is what I love about um, international football and tournaments. But congratulations to Morocco! Congratulations to Colombia! There's no football tomorrow. We get a day off, which means I'll actually get some work done. Um, and the, everything starts again on Saturday. And when this podcast come out, we'll already know two of the um quarter finalists and yeah, we'll be in the process right, yeah. and depending on when you listen to it you might know all of them but thank you for listening uh i've really enjoyed this podcast i have actually already listened back to it because i've edited most of it and i really enjoyed the conversation and we really want to get the message out there about the red and white and the supporters club so all we'll ask everybody to do this week if you can is we want to get the podcast out to as many people as possible so if you can share it for us Please leave us a review and follow us, obviously. But if you can share it on your Instagram or your Twitter, and just or send it to that friend that you think might enjoy listening to it, or might be on the borderline of wanting to go to a, you know, think of all those people that are watching the World Cup now and they're getting excited like we did in the Euros and wanted to make that step into club football. Send it to them. Let them see what they're missing. We're a we're a great bunch, and Arsenal's a great team to follow. So. Let's end it properly this <laughs> week, not like last week because you cashed out on on it ending. I know I, edit, the... I edited
3: out our, oh, our pre-recorded terrible, little terrible, ending because I thought that the chants that we were doing were oh, it was great. It was great. Good. Thank you, Jerry. Um, <laughs> thanks, Jerry, for last week. <laughs> but until next time, hale <laughs> o are on... All-